0: Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents The Process. Welcome back to your home for football and fantasy football, where we learn, scout, win, and repeat. It is time to continue The Process. I'm your host, Ralph Lark. What's up, y'all? Week 14 is upon us. Welcome back to The Process. We're just going to continue and keep it going. That's what we do around here. We'll get into football as ever. I'm excited to talk football with you. Hopefully everybody had a fantastic week last week, week 13. Not so much for me. Had a little bit of a dip in the cash game uh, department, uh, the double-up department. Tournaments didn't hit, but they weren't terrible. Probably made some progress there. But we're going to build on that this week and play some Sticking to our rules about types of tournaments, we're going to play a little bit more and going to up the ante and price a little more just to get out of some of the rough down there in the lower price games. No problems with any of that. The double ups have issues with that, right? Because now we aid into our winnings a little bit, right? And so again, didn't have to deposit, but... We don't want to make a habit of losing the double ups. This should be easy money. So want to own that first off. And uh, I think that puts us at like 10 and three for the year in terms of like just, you know, being able to double my money up every week. Still pretty good, but we want to be damn good. We want to be better than good. We want to weather the storm and come through strong on the other side. That's what the process is all about. True transparency, where I get my information information how I'm reporting it to you, what we're talking about. You guys, if you've been listening, you know I get my stats from PFF as well as Pro Football Focus, you know, not doing anything that I wouldn't be telling you guys about. I'm doing the work that many of us don't have the time to do. You get kids, your job, your wife, your whatever, is standing in the way of you getting adequate research in each week. And so that's where I come into play. This is a sounding board. This is not a... Nix your plays and play my plays. This is a back and forth with the Tiger Bombers. You guys have me at your disposal in addition to your knowledge. And I'm building your knowledge. You can check out the other episodes and see that we're building your knowledge. That's who we are if you're new. Welcome to the process. We like first-time offenders. We also like repeat offenders. Welcome back to all you hardheads. We're going to get right back into football, though. And we're going to nail the cash game this week because we simply have no choice. We've got to uh, show up. And when I say play a little more this week, I'm not playing different games. I'm still playing $5 double ups, but I'm going to play a few more of them. And so the way that we do that, again, true transparency, going into the DraftKings app repeatedly. I'm looking for double up contests, no matter what the price, that are about the 100, 124 people. You know what I'm talking about. It's the 124 people contest, single multiplier. Right, everybody gets one bullet, and then I want to enter that. That fills up. They'll make another one. I'll enter that. That fills up. They'll make another. I enter that. I'm doing the same contest multiple times as opposed to spending more money on, you know, like a fifty dollar contest or whatever. You know what I mean? So hopefully that makes sense in terms of how I what I mean when I say I'm expanding it a little bit this week. Not getting crazy. We got to follow the process. Easy to go off the rails, especially after you've been winning. Following the process, get a little gumption, you know, puffing that chest out a little bravado, and then you give it right back the next week. So this will be a consistent thing for us. Uh, That's what I had to say about last week, moving into this week, how we're going to crush it, keep this thing going. As I mentioned, there's a storm coming. It's called week 14. We're going to be ready for it, though. We're going to nail this thing to the wall because we got no choice. We got no choice. Time to put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner hunting season hunting for the playoffs trying to make it to the playoffs this is your last shot for a lot of people for some of us we need this win this week and so i won't let you down you won't let yourself down we're gonna go get this thing some of us are cruising you know in other leagues it's much more foot off the gas for me right but that's not the case, always. And so, if you've got to do the Lord's work this week, let's get into it. We all know, if we're repeat offenders, what the first segment's going to be. The meaty, meaty reload segment. But we'll go through everything else, just like we usually do. And before we get on to that... For the new people, where you can find us, www.tigerbombsae.com. That's our website. Tiger Bombers, you can go there. You can click on the process page. Listen to this process um, uh, podcast there. You can also look at the DFS tips and tools that we have on that page as well. Just virtues to live by if you're going to play and put your money at stake so that we're not just needlessly throwing money in a barrel on fire. That's one way you can listen to the show. If you are... You know, a podcast on the go person, you like listening through your apps, you, you know, you listen to all your podcasts through, you know, iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, whatever, got you covered. Just search for Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment, you know, hit that like and subscribe or whatever. We'll pop. You know, then you'll get all the new episodes. You'll get the other things we do, too, like the true crime stuff or whatever. But more importantly, you have this information. If you're new, the, the trick about the process is you want to start it from the beginning, right? Like our season it's hopefully boring because we draft it well, we manage it correctly, and so we get our our thrills, right, from the DFS world. So very important to like and subscribe so that next year when football's coming back around because I'll be getting stuff out before, before you're drafting, right? Draft here, here, and here. Here's how you draft if you're at this spot. Here's how you draft if you're at this spot. Here's where you're thinking if you go here. That's important information. So you don't want to miss out on that stuff. If you are a social media person, Facebook or Twitter, easy to find us there as well. Same way in both spots, Facebook and Twitter, at The Process, T-B-S-A-E. You can always email me, uh, The Process, at TigerBombSAE.com if you need to do that. All right, let's get on to the bulk of what's going to happen in week 14 with our reload segment. now it's time for the process to reload. Kicking it off, looking at Thursday. Pittsburgh at Minnesota. Last-minute play by Big Ben and company trying to win the game. Couldn't pull it off. Minnesota ends up coming away with the victory. They were ahead most of the game and kind of eased up there in the end. Steelers were trying to complete a very remarkable comeback. Not exactly able to do it. Najee Harris just... Proven to be uh, game script um, independent, right? Like, he can just get it done uh, regardless of how bad the Steelers play around him, which is pretty cool to see. And uh, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Cook came back unexpectedly and just rocked the world of the Steelers. That defense is not looking like anything to fear nowadays. Big loss for them. As they try to figure out what this season is salvageable, right? Like, they're getting down to it. Um, They've they've still got a chance to make the playoffs, but it's getting bleak. You would have needed that one. For Minnesota, they had to have it too, and uh, they went out and got that one. Offense is kicking on all cylinders. Haven't seen bad cousins yet. We know he always rears that head uh, at some point each season, but, you know, for this one, it wasn't it. Cook gave them what they want from the running game. I got over 200 yards from this guy. That sets the standard for everything else that you want to do. makes everything else extremely easy. So, uh, you know, story of them is keep rolling. Keep doing what you're doing and pressing on the next week. Getting in the Sunday now, the 10 a.m. slate, reload, Atlanta, at Carolina. I think, you know, Atlanta, we know what they offer. It's not much here. I'm going to take the Carolina defense and, you know, Cash game scenarios this week because because it's a safe play. I don't, you know, Gage was a nice pick for us last week. We were able to capitalize on his usage, and not a lot of people did. That worked out, but I think people are going to that well again this week, and I don't think we should. Tougher matchup through the air against Carolina. Easier on the ground. Cordell Patterson's going to do his weird thing. If you're a listener, then you know I have not, I don't recommend that. I don't have anything against it. I'm just not going there. I'm not going there. Uh, because in our world, for DFS purposes, I would say, for obviously for a season-long play for DFS purposes, though, too much ownership. You can't, listen, you have to get points, but you also have to be different from other people. If you play the same players as other people willingly, you are decreasing your chances of winning. You're now we're saying... Everybody has 11 players, but you're all going to play the same one guy here. So now everybody has 10 players. It's harder to be better. Oh, we're all going to play the same two guys. Now everybody has nine players. It becomes nearly impossible to win. So in addition to needing upside and points and whatever, we got to think about ownership. It is serious to winning on a site like FanDuel or DraftKings. You cannot do it without considering ownership. There's no way around it. You can't just play the best plays and hope for the best. That's what the the double-up games are for, right? We can just play whoever's best and figure it out. This is not that. This is not that, okay? So just a little bit on why ownership matters. And so from that perspective, I can't play him. Too many people want to play him, play the gadget. And, yeah, you get 20 points, uh, you know, sometimes. But it's like I think we can get that somewhere else is all I'm saying. So and, And avoid the ownership problems. But, um, you know, that's probably what they have going for for them is obviously getting the ball to him. You know, that's their primary thing that they want to do. For everything else Atlanta, like Kyle Pitts or whatever, I don't see it. I don't see it this week against the Carolina defense. Um you know, took a chance on Ryan again, got baited into that, didn't work. I don't see it against this divisional opponent at home. Carolina's still trying to get to 10 wins. They, they, I know Atlanta is too, but they got a much more realistic chance of doing it, I think. So, I don't see a lot going for Carolina, uh, or Atlanta rather, I should say, uh, offensively. Now, defensively, this is not a bad unit, and Carolina is going gonna, gonna to be a close game. They're going to have to play to get this one, right? But Chuba Hubbard and Amir Abdullah, Amir Abdullah probably is going to get the passing down long distance and go work. Um, and then Chubba Hubbard will be the primary back, the first, second down back. That's what we're thinking. That's the script right now. Obviously, we have to watch it and see. Um, if you are like me, maybe you held Chuba because CMC is, you know, Mr. Glass, and so it just made sense for me. I, he's the only handcuff that wasn't uh my own handcuff right like i've got my own handcuffs and then i went and got this guy's because he just didn't have him and it proved to be valuable i got to use him the first time around which was invaluable right nobody was expecting that we identified him correctly and then we're getting to use him again because i never dropped them we kept that roster space which is hard to do sometimes during the year so anyways uh, I think I like him more than Amir Abdullah. Though I know Abdullah wasn't on the team the last time that they, you know, were in this scenario without CMC. Uh, he was over on the Vikings, and he's here now, and he will have a role. But you go with what you know. They're trying to make the playoffs. They've had some success with Chuba before. Chuba before, so I don't don't think that they go away from that. Maybe in the air, you could you know look to. Uh more more perhaps, but it's like I, I don't like a lot of what Cam offers throwing the ball down the field, honestly. Um he'll be able to use his legs a little, maybe that short right around the goal line, right? And so, you know, whoever they're gonna have play tight end this week, you know, Robbie Anderson, that that shorter A dot stuff, uh, which is you know, much more workable in the world of Cam Newton. But honestly, they should win this game on the strength of their defense. I know we took a long time with that first game. We'll speed it up from there, but reload getting into baltimore at cleveland look lamar hasn't been playing top-notch lamar but he's been playing well enough and he's ticking up they got to make this playoff push and so i think this is all lamar i don't want to play you i I think hollywood could have a decent week this week he could turn it around we've seen big points for him at points this year at you know different stages this year but i don't want to get involved this week we can play lamar naked and try to put other stuff around that, okay? That's the scenario. Like Mark Andrews, you want to go there? Go ahead, no problem with that. Um, using Devonta Freeman, because he obviously had an impactful week last week. We we're identifying him as the preferred back of those you know, people that they have there. But this is a softer matchup. Uh, versus dropping back and passing, and so I think being being Cleveland involves groundwork, which will be done through Lamar and Freeman. Hopefully, Baltimore defense is in a really good spot too, along with Mark Andrews, as we said. Primary passing option, Mark Andrews, so you can load him up all day. On the Cleveland side of things, <clears throat> Baker is going to be better. I think he's going to be better. Marlon Humphrey out for the Baltimore defense, and so there is some uncertainty there. I think Landry should have enough opportunity to see daylight. I also think that the Cleveland Browns are going to run hard. I think that Chubb is going to run hard. I'm not recommending him for DFS, but if somebody told me they wanted to take a dart on it, I wouldn't have a problem with it. They're getting the core of what makes them strong as a team, back and healthy with him and with uh, Hunt. And so the things that they want to do, they're going to be able to do now. I think they will be more effective. I think Landry will be effective. Austin Hooper, praise the Lord. I hate to see people out and injured and not able to play or whatever, but all these circumstances that left to him being like last man standing at tight end, he has such good attributes, and they signed him to this you know, decent contract, paid him some money to come in there and play. And we all expect that such good things for him hasn't come to fruition. Maybe this is the week. So love him at $3,400. You can play that in cash games. The Cleveland offense does run through the tight end considerably. Donovan People jones I won't be going there, right? It's like Landry and the tight end. Had no problem with that. Love that, love that, love that. Want to go with the running backs a little more risky? You can if you like. Uh, This is going to be a tough one. Cleveland is going to give them all they, they, they can handle. But I think Baltimore ultimately wins this game. Uh, down in the last minutes there. Reload, Seattle at Houston. Another team that's defensively in a uh, great spot, Seattle. Not a great defense, but they're in a great spot this week against Houston. So we want to take advantage of that as well. That's like a cash game play all day this week. You could definitely do that. Uh, Seattle trying to wake it up a little bit. Lockett having more success than Metcalf. Folks want to go back to Metcalf this week. That's fine. You can go do what you want to do. I don't have time to wait for him to catch sixty yards in a touchdown. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Now that I say that, obviously this is going to be the week where they, you know, throw multiple touchdowns. But I don't. I'll be fine missing it because the thing about Houston is they don't match up well on the ground either. And so it could be Collins or Penny or whatever scenario. It's all in play. Their defense is even in play, so they could have short fields to work from or a pick six even happening. Davis Mills is starting now for Houston. He's getting the chance over Tyrod. So, I don't want to get overly invested in a team that won't have to do too much to win this game. Russ hasn't been doing too much anyway. You know, woke up a little bit last week and be trusted a little bit more. I do like the tight end. Uh, For Seattle, I think that definitely, excuse me, oh, something in my throat, definitely in play. uh, Gerald Everett this week uh, for Seattle. Uh, Russ has been, found a comfortability of that a dot so until we see him you know connect you know with like Metcalf and lock it further he's in play right and so I've got no problem with that it's a decent little season long pick uh, play plug if you got somebody that you know is out on bye this week or you need to spot so you can do that see I was gonna win that game though reload Vegas at Kansas City this is an important game for both. Vegas is six and six. Kansas City is eight and four. Kansas City starting to roll a little bit. They've had some issues, and I think that they can keep rolling this week. Though Mahomes is going to play better. They want to win this game. I think that he's a little too expensive for what we've been seeing on DFS. I probably don't take that Dar. I probably avoid him and Hill just because they're in a good spot. But I just like Kelsey. Kelsey's in the best spot of them. I could just take him, get exposure there. They should force feed him everything else about that offense doesn't work if the establishment with kelsey isn't there and so this is a great week to undertone that right and so i love 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 him that'll open things up for hill i won't pay for hill i'll pay for kelsey uh the running backs i won't go there because they're gonna i i think that they don't care how they use them it's a high-hand approach between williams and ceh and so had no interest in a dfs capacity if you got to use Either one is season long. I would hope you have a better uh, option in season long, but you could use either one. If you had to pick between the two in season long, I would say use C E H. Uh, but it's close though. It's very very close. Maybe we get more clarity this week. But because that's a viable way for them to move the ball, I'm less interested in Mahomes as well, right? And so, been struggling anyway. Let's do some things we're really good at, and so I expect more of that uh, for the Vegas side of things. Uh, you know, Kansas City has a decent pass rush, okay? And so I do think that Vegas is probably going to... Uh, Carr's going to have to get the ball out quickly. That bodes well for Renfro. He's been, you know, targeting him anyway. I like Moreau still replacing Waller. I know he bust last week, but I'm not afraid to go back to that in the DFS world this week. I think it makes sense. So why not? We can certainly do that. Um, those are the only things that I think I like from Vegas. I don't want to get too involved in Carr. I don't think this is one of those upset on the roads where they go and win it uh, he hasn't been stretching the field because of what we said a few weeks ago there's no consistency from zay jones or deshaun jackson it is not the same as when Ruggs was out there you had to respect that because you knew that he could convert that these guys may be fun to watch for some people but it's like they don't convert nearly enough for me and so if i'm a defense going against that i don't have to respect that at all okay and so I don't think the opportunity for points is going to be super strong for Vegas. I think it's a tighter game than most people think on both sides. I don't think the Kansas City offense goes crazy; if they should be able to control it on the ground. But ultimately, they will win this game. Reload. New Orleans at the Jets. So, Car- Michael Carter out for the Jets. Now we are seeing also, in addition to uh, Carter being out, the other so it's up to Ty. Uh, Montgomery now because uh, who who's uh, Tevin Coleman is out now too and so yeah it's up to Ty now I think he has an opportunity to catch passes right they should be playing from behind and so if you need to go there Ty Johnson I got no problems with that right $4,400 for DFS perfect pick if you have him in season long you got to use him only show in town I mean I know there too right you can feasibly You know, think that they might feed Welter a little bit, um, which is possible. But if you need to use him, he's more viable now. They're not going to win this game now, right? Elijah Moore placed on IR today, too. So he's done. That's over. Um, There's going to be more opportunities and looks for uh, Crowder. uh, But ultimately, I don't like this matchup for the Jets. New Orleans defense starting to look better and better with these injuries for the Jets. Zach Wilson back there, probably going to struggle, I think, against this uh, New Orleans defense. On the other side of things, you know, it's pretty simple to look and see what's going to happen. Ingram is out, COVID, and uh, Kamara is in. They go through him. Uh, The quarterback, Tyson Hill, he's got mallet finger or whatever, and I know people are thinking, yeah, but he still ran for 100 yards last week. He's going to run all over the Jets this week because they let running backs have it. No, the running back is Kamara. He's the running quarterback. It's not interchangeable. It's not. Now, can he still have a decent day? Heck, yeah, he can. He can certainly do that. But I want to get more invested in Kamara and expect him to lead the way. They can still get the 10 wins, this team. And so they're going to have to win this game. I think they do it on the heels of their best player that they have available this Sunday. Kamara, reload. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jacksonville. Saying they're going to bring back Urban Meyer, even though it's been a crazy year for him. Good for him. I don't think that helps them this week, though. They're going down. I like James Robinson this week. Sneaky little play if you feel if you feel up to it. I don't think I'm going to recommend it, but I don't have a problem with that at all. Uh, I, I think they're going to give him the run. He's been you know complaining about not getting the rock. He's got other folks saying he should get the rock, so... You know, there's something there. I think this week against Tennessee, um, but they're going to lose that game. Now, I don't like anything in the passing game. I don't want anything with Lawrence or anything like that. I can't trust any of it. Defensively, Jacksonville will do their best to show up, but uh, Tennessee gets Julio back. They're gonna. I think they're gonna force feed him. This team is p- trying to get position for the playoffs. They they need a run, and so they need him to be Julio now and as possible this week. Tournament play, though, couldn't use it for cash. If you've got it for season long and you want to fire him up, feel good about it. Feel good about it. Uh, other than that, these other pieces are in play, but I'm not going to be too strong on any of it. Uh, you know, Dante Foreman, probably the only other piece. I'll use him in some tournaments and DFS because I think he's probably going to. Uh, it's murky, though, because McNichols is back, but he looked better. Than Hilliard, the last time they were out, they had by last week, so two weeks ago. I know Hilliard had the big exciting play, but most of his yardage came off that one big long run. It was actually Foreman who put in the work that day and got 100 yards. And so, I'm I'm for that. I'm for that this week against this Jacksonville defense. Uh, and I think Tennessee wins like that. Reload, Dallas, Big D going to Washington. Should be a fun one. A lot of stuff been talking all week. Uh, They, uh, head coach over at Dallas, just guaranteed the win against Washington. That always works out, doesn't it? Doesn't it? So, we'll see if they can actually pull it off this week uh, as they travel to face the Washington football team. Mike McCarthy is going to have to eat his words or produce I like Dak this week. Lamb's in an excellent spot. Love Cooper of the two of them. I like Lamb of Cooper and Gallup. I like Cooper. Lamb had COVID. It says he's over. It says he's over the COVID effects. He's feeling healthy. He has no injury designation. I have no reason not to believe him. I would play a stack of that this week. I'm leaving Gallup out. I, I think that people are confused thinking that it's You know, just musical chairs, it's all three and whoever gets the high. It's not that. The two primary options are Cooper and Lamb, I believe still. So is Shelton play? Sure. He might get he might catch a touchdown and Stanton right there and you know fall down. I think he runs up and down the field. They don't need him. But Zeke is more interesting. Big caveat here. If Pollard ends up being out, which it's looking like it, then I want to go with Zeke and DFS world and really rely on that. If Pollard plays, Zeke is too expensive. But it doesn't look like he's going to play. I'm very, very interested if he doesn't play. He would move into, like, not being not recommended all the way up to, like, cash game recommendation, basically. So Dallas is in a good spot. I think for the other side, for Washington, McLaurin's going to get his. Ricky Seals-Jones will catch a few passes. He's certainly going to get some targets. Uh, McKissick probably going to play, and, you know, we'll, we'll get his role as well. Um Gibson, not so much in play. Certainly not against Dallas. Uh, and if they need to catch passes, they don't need him to do that. I think they see that work back to McKissick. I wouldn't go so far as to say McKissick's in play, though. I think really the only thing you can look at is Seals-Jones if, you, if you're if you desperate. But you can play McLaurin confidently. Heineke's not bad. I know for DFS, people want to pay down and go there. We want more assurance than that, though. Uh, I, I can't do it, but... Um, I understand he's not the worst quarterback back there. He's making solid decisions, and they have some confidence, and they feel like they have some momentum. They want to win this game. Sadly, I don't think they'll be able to slow down the Dallas offense, though. Reload. On to the afternoon games. Uh, Detroit at Denver should be a fun one. Uh, on the, Let's get to the Detroit side. So people are, you know, really high on – not the Josh Reynolds play this week but the Amon St. Brown play cuz he plays in the slot mostly and the thing is Denver although very good defense very poor Kyle Fuller in the slot very very poor defender this year at least so that's the whole thing is you know that's where golf's going to have to go i think ultimately Hawkinson maybe catch some of those too so i'm less interested let's let other people uh have heavy ownership on questionable plays for guys that aren't great players on bad teams, we're stretching. We don't need to get married to anything in Detroit, and so let's take a step back and let them do that if they want. But uh, theoretically, it could be okay. I think Denver's defense is going to show up, though. I, that's what I honestly expect here. I don't think golf's going to you know, win this game, and they're traveling to Denver to get it in. So I like Denver. Javante Williams is going to share the backfield now again with Melvin Gordon, who won't go away. Uh, both in play. If you have them in seasonal, you want to play on both. You can play on both. You play one or the other. Uh, if you got a pick, pick Williams, hot hand from last week. Should see a little bit more work than Gordon, who's um, not really banged up. He's one hundred percent healthy. He does so, but ultimately they're both in play. Judy's the only pass catcher you can trust. The tight end is a you know good matchup this week, but they throw it to Brandon as well as Noah. So can't really flip a coin there. We have better choices we could make, but Teddy should be able to manage his little heart out of this one, and uh, they should be able to run the football and win the games on the heels of that defense. Reload. Going into Giants at Chargers. The Giants are hoping to go on the road and not get beat in the face. They will be without Danny Dimes. They will be without Mike Glennon. Both of those guys won't be able to offer their services, I don't think, until it looks like they're going to. You have to watch it up to the last minute. Please watch it up to the last minute. Looks like they're going to go to Jake Fromm. I like Fromm. I like Fromm. Uh, From Georgia, incidentally, took Fromm over Fields, who's, who he's playing on Sunday, because he's a little bit more accurate is what they saw on film. So interesting in this matchup, but I'm into it. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He's got the pedigree, LSU big-time football, Georgia quarterbacks they usually produce, Stafford's from there. I am for it in a way that nobody else is. I'm going to take a DFS stand there. It's going to be my sneaky little tournament play. If Fromm plays, I want him and Shepard, and I'll pair it with Saquon. That's so cheap to do that I should be able to pay for everything else that I want. So, I'm interested there. Look, they're going to lose this game, though. right? Saquon's going to play. It's going to run through him. Why else would he be out there? Uh, I know Ingram's in a decent spot, but it's Ingram. Barely ever smashes. You know, Maybe he gets you eight, nine points or something like that. We could do better. Uh, Kadarius Tony probably not going to play with Shepard coming back, though. Galladay probably going to play. I, I don't know what you're going to get from Galladay, but Shepard's a target hog. And so we want to get interested in some guy that they're going to look to 10, ten times, right? And so we'll play that. But they're not going to win this game. Chargers are going to win this game. Keenan Allen is out. Uh, we thought Williams might be out too, but Williams is going to play. So that's good for them. Uh, works there. And it's, you know, so I don't, you can play Williams if you want to. I'm not too into it though. I think cook, you know, it was probably a better play Parham Maybe if you want to go there, don't have a problem with it. But ultimately, you know, I think the, the, you know, I understand Jalen Guyton is going to get some time. I like Joshua Palmer, though, especially for DFS at 3K. He's a baseline price, but he has seen the second most slot time on this team besides Keenan Allen. So with Keenan Allen out, i mean Palmer, understandably, after seeing 40% of the time in the slot anyways, is just going to get that bump up, right? And so Guyton would play on the outside with Williams. Palmer would play on the inside. That's a good way to attack the Giants' defense. I would play with Palmer because Bradbury is going to probably match up with Williams. I think that's a decent matchup for him. Uh, that's probably negates him. So, of Guyton on the other side and of Palmer, I'll take Palmer. Giants are bad against the slot. So, we'll get invested there. I hope that that puts us over the edge and that other people aren't thinking about it. Uh, Eckler will lead the way, though. You know, it's like... he. he, he this guy is going to catch passes. He's going to run the ball. It's a good matchup against the Giants. They're already hurting that receiver. Everything pointing to a big old Eckler day. This we're going to have to eat this ownership. Everybody's going to be on it. So there's going to be a lot of people. So we'll have to get different in other ways. I will say uh, reload, but it's going to be a Chargers game. Before I forget, sorry I was blanking there. I wanted to say about the Dallas and Washington game too. Washington. Just late, we find out today, they've got, you know, other defenders that are going to be out too. So, again, this is all shaping up to be a Zeke day, especially with Pollard shaping up to not play. On to the next one, San Francisco at Cincinnati. This should be a fun game too. Cincinnati and Joe Burrow, he's dealing with the little um, pinky issue or whatever. He's going to try to play through it, uh, as it were. So... T. Higgins also a little banged up. We're unsure what's going to happen with him. So I like uh, Chase a little more this week. I think you can beat San Francisco over the top. This uh, secondary is nothing to be afraid of. Running the ball a little tougher for them. Makes a little banged up, but he should probably be able to go. But uh, if he can't, then we know obviously it's P. Ryan and then Evans. But that's not really the way to attack this team. I think you go through the air a bit. Not so much tight end, uh, but really it would be, you know, if he could do it and it's going to be a tournament play for me, it would be Burrow connecting with, you know, his big three wide receivers, Boyd and Higgins and Chase. And I would prefer Chase and Boyd this week over Higgins, and I would prefer Chase over Boyd this week. So I would play Burrow and Boyd. uh, Maybe think about some of those other pieces if you want. But I think that's the path to victory for Cincinnati this week. Lean, lean on burrow and the defense you know let the defense do some work for you san francisco banged up at running back it looks like it's going to be jeff wilson jr and jamaico hasty probably hasty leading the way uh whoever gets the run should have a decent day but we just don't know who that is with them i don't want to get into speculation i won't play it in dfs because who knows like like literally who knows so i don't think we need to go there i won't be going there but they do have the opportunity to run the football. I think Ayuk's in play. The way they move them around and stuff is fine. Kittle's in play for sure. Debo probably won't be back. But those guys are in play. Kittle more so, I believe. It's going to be a close game. San Francisco, Garoppolo should play decently. I think Cincinnati uh, at home, though, uh, coming off of the tough game last week, they're going to be chomping at the bits for a win here. I think Burrow and company can get it done in the air. Reload. Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Should be a fun one. Everybody expecting fireworks uh, between Tom Brady and Josh Allen. I think Allen does have a chance to lead the way because we know that team can't really run the ball anyway. So they're going to have to rely on him. They're going to have to let him do what he does, which is throw the football. And I think it's going to be the Beasley. That's where Tampa Bay is much more susceptible is cross the middle of the field against the slot wide receiver, which will be Beasley. Uh, I know he was off last week, like, I mean, like, his playing, right? Like, he was there, he played, but it, it was off. He looked off. Beasley's in play, and then Knox as well. Knox is also in play. So those are the two guys that I would go to this week for sure. Um, for Buffalo, you know, cash game consideration there, uh, along with Allen. Now, as far as uh, the running game goes, I'm going to stay away from all that, especially against Tampa Bay. Only we need to go there. Their defense, remember, they're without Tredavious White, so I think they buckle a little bit more against TB12. So Allen and company are going to have to put up the points. On the Tampa Bay side, we do like Brady. He'll be able to get it to Mike Evans, I think, maybe a little more so than Chris Godwin uh, this week who's less in play, even though we identified him last week and nailed that of the choices that, you know, I gave you. Uh, I think Gronk is less in play this week, too. So, I, you know, I'm probably going Evans. Uh, you could pair him up with Tom and, you know, get the exposure to everybody else through Tom. Running back-wise, you could play Fournette. It's a tough matchup, though. I don't think I need to go there. I'll probably avoid that. But ultimately, Buffalo is familiar with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is familiar with Buffalo. I think that this game has a chance to be tighter, but not like as wide shooting, I don't think. But we'll have to see. Um, that's why I'm not super high on these guys. But it's like from a tournament perspective, you want to take a shot, go for it. Allen, much more cash game. Brady, much more tournament in a game that I do think that Tampa Bay will win. Tom will win this game. Reload. Oh, digs in play for sure. You don't need me to tell you that, though. Digs in play for sure. Uh, definitely do that and stay away from Emmanuel Sanders. Reload on a Sunday night. It's going to be my Chicago Bears, the monsters of the midway, going up to Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. They're going to get their butts kicked. Uh, Rogers does own the Bears from all, part, from all reports that I can see and that I've been able to see since I've been a kid. Green Bay owns Chicago. So I think they continue that. Devonta Adams is in play. I don't care who they put against him. Uh, If Kyle plays, I like him catching touchdowns in the red zone there. Seems to be the thing for him. And uh, as far as running the ball goes, you'd love to see some clarity on, you know, Jones going to play or not. I think he's going to play. Dylan will be in there too. You get a mix of both of them. I actually like Dylan more than than Jones uh, if it were up to me. If I had played both of them, I get it. You could play Jones over Dylan, but I wouldn't fault you for wanting to play Dylan over Jones. I really wouldn't. For DFS, if you're gonna play that Sunday night game, I'd rather have Dylan. But Green Bay is gonna win this game. Chicago gets fields back. I mean, Green Bay is susceptible to the running quarterback, and so he might have a you know a fair opportunity to to produce if he uses his legs. Uh, I think we can count on Jimmy Graham to catch a touchdown, not run up and down the field, but he can catch the touchdown. Uh, I think, you know, as far as Chicago goes, that's probably all you're really looking for. in the air on the ground, Montgomery, for sure. You know, he's only game in town, basically, as far as the Bears are concerned. So he'll get his runs regardless of if they are ahead or behind. So game script doesn't really matter. But ultimately, they're going to lose this game. Green Bay defense is in a great spot, too. Reload for our final shot. It's going to be the Rams visiting Arizona. We got Murray back last week. We got Nuck back last week. And so... You know, exciting stuff. I think Tom uh, Hopkins is going to be bottled up more this week as he goes against Jalen Ramsey and company. So, looking for him a little bit less. Uh, I do think Connor can get the goal line touchdowns. Whether Evans is back or not doesn't matter. They just feed him the goal line touches. That was established when Emmons was, was healthy. So, don't really see them going away from that. Murray in play. Murray's going to Murray. And, uh, you know, those other guys too. But I, I don't. Uh, particularly want to take a chance on them uh, if I don't have to, right? Like it's not on the DFS main slate. I wouldn't be going out of my way to play like a Kirk or Rondell Moore, any of those guys. Of the two, I would take Kirk if I had, right? But ultimately, for the Rams side of things, no Henderson, he's been ruled out. Sonny Michelle going to get the run. So, you know, condensed backfield there. So, you know, you can get invested. Hopefully you had that handcuff. As far as the Rams receivers go, uh, you know, Arizona, you can push them around in the air a little bit. I think there's some room for that van jefferson i think is in a great spot cooper cup probably gonna be able to produce as well uh so these should open up things for obj i think that's where the rams try to try to get you know arizona's put them on their heels score a lot of points right force them to keep up uh that is what i would be thinking if i were them on the arizona side of things you want to control the Clock more, right? Like maybe get that run in there a little bit more, establish that because the Rams are a bit better in the secondary. So I'll look for them to try to get ahead and then uh, do what they can to keep the lead. The Rams will want to press the issue. Ultimately, I think that Arizona is going to win this game. It's a big time football game, big time division game. It's on Monday night, a lot of exposure here. But the gang's all healthy finally, and everybody's, you know, raring to go. I mean, not the whole gang. I know this people like watt missing on defense and stuff but for where we're at in the season it don't get no better than that and so i'm going to say arizona takes uh the rams here and those are the games for this week that's week 14 in a nutshell so hopefully that analysis kind of helps you as you make your picks and decide what it is that you're going to do the chase of the glory this week (laughs) Let's play a round of Would You Rather. Would You Rather for this week, week 13. And uh, start with uh, Devonta Smith or Pat Fryermuth. Good matchups for both, but we'll go Devonta Smith. How about Cordell Patterson or Chris Godwin? Give me Godwin this week. Chase Claypool or Pat Fryermuth? I'll go Fryermuth. Kendrick Bourne or Kyle Pitts? It's a tough one, but I'll say Pitts. Tyler Lockett or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Also a tough one, but I will say Edwards-Hilaire. Hunter Renfro or James Robinson? Ooh, I I think Robinson can have a good game. I'll say Robinson, but Renfro's in a good spot too. OBJ or Dallas Goddard? Give me Goddard. T.Y. Hilton or Tevin Coleman? I will take Hilton. Give me Christian Kirk or T.J. Hawkinson? I'll take Kirk. Devonta Parker or Miles Sanders. Sanders. Devonta Freeman or Elijah Moore. I'll take Freeman. Um, Zach Ertz or Ramondra Stevenson. I'll take Stevenson. Rob Gronkowski or Van Jefferson. That's a good one. I guess I'll, I'll have to go with uh, Rob Gronkowski. Deontay Johnson or Elijah Mitchell. I will go with Elijah Mitchell, even though Deontay's in a good spot. David Montgomery or Dawson Knox. I'll take Montgomery rex burkhead or rondale moore ah uh, i hope these aren't your choices but i'll take rex burkhead mike evans or a saquon barkley i would go saquon but both not in great matchups this week logan thomas or van jefferson i'll go logan thomas pat Fryermuth or ramon stevenson i will go Fryermuth. boston scott or van jefferson boston scott elijah moore javante williams williams Emmanuel Sanders or Miles Sanders? Miles Sanders. Hunter Renfro or Daryl Henderson Jr. I would probably play Hunter Renfro this week. Uh, Sonny Michelle or Elijah Moore. Sonny Michelle. Logan Thomas or Mari Cooper. Cooper already played. I would have played Cooper, but maybe Logan Thomas goes more. <laughs> rob gronkowski or brandon Ayuk, i would go with gronkowski alex collins or daryl mooney darnell mooney rather i would go with mooney george kittle or renfro kittle boston scott or foster moreau both in good places i'll say boston scott Uh, brandon cooks or ramon stevenson i'll go cooks boston scott or jacoby myers i would go boston scott but myers in a good spot uh, I'll go. Brandon Cooks or Miles Sanders. Um, Brandon Cooks. Tevin Coleman or Dawson Knox. Mm, probably Coleman. Kittle or Javante Williams. Uh, here we would say George Kittle. Williams is in a you know a great spot, but Kittle is George Kittle. We have to give him that nod. This is Williams's first. Look as their primary back, and they could end up being so far behind that they just don't have an opportunity to do anything with swing passes. So, then even in that scenario, it's like who's going to catch more passes, Williams or Kittle? Well, Kittle, right? Corlin Sutton or Ramon Stevenson? Who even knows what Corlin Sutton does? So, let's go with Ramon Stevenson. Uh, Miles Gaskin or Jalen Waddell? Should be Gaskin. Should be Gaskin this week. Mike Williams or Pat Fryermuth? I don't know if Mike Williams still plays football. We'll say Pat Fryermuth. And then finally, Devonta Freeman or T. Higgins. T. Higgins not in a great spot, so I'll go with Freeman. Although that run game uh, from the running back perspective hasn't been setting the world on fire. Um, so that is our who you'd rather for Week 13. Hopefully, that gives you guys a little bit more perspective on who you would rather in certain scenarios. And now time for the part of the show where the process goes over our DFS fantasy football picks for the week. We'll go over cash game plays, tournament or GPP plays, and sometimes talk about stacks that you can use to leverage your wins for the week. And certainly not least, our DFS picks for week 14. We'll run through it. Keep it simple for you. Uh, Starting at quarterback. I'm going to give you four tournament plays and two cash game plays. Cash games, $7,800. Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, $7,400. I know we've been paying down. It busted us last week. We didn't get anything out of car. We got to pay up. We got to pay up. We got to make sure we get these points. So, In all candor, probably going with Jackson. Tournaments. At the top, Tom Brady, $7,600. Uh, Prescott, $6,700. Most favorable there. Uh, Burrow, $6,000. But Prescott's only a tournament because it was a better play before the things at running back. So watch that scenario up to the end and, and see where things land. Burrow at 6 k like that, um, would be cash games if it wasn't for the injury. From at $4,800, we're going to take a chance down there and see if we can load that lineup up. But I'm sticking to these people for quarterback. That's it. Running back this week, got to say honorable mention are Leonard Fournette and James Robinson. If you want to use either one of them, I don't care. I won't recommend it, though, this week. Cash games, keeping it simple. Eckler, $8,300. We're going to pay for that will afford it by pairing him with javante williams fifty nine hundred dollars or Devont- or devontae freeman at fifty seven hundred dollars those are the three cash games running backs that i got for you for tournaments give you a couple more options here kamar is looking good at seventy nine hundred dollars ezekiel elliott is seventy three hundred dollars you could play but now like i was going to say you could play him if uh pollard sits and but if that happens just move it over to cash you could you could you know maybe think about how you might play him in cash Josh Jacobs sixty two hundred dollars, uh, Saquon Barkley six k for tournaments, Melvin Gordon at fifty four hundred dollars, and the caveat there is playing with Williams, so you play them both together fifty nine and fifty four. Uh, Dante Foreman Tennessee fifty one hundred dollars, and then Ty Johnson forty four hundred dollars. So much value based on the fact that he's going to get a lot more reps now. As far as wide receiver goes cash game i got six options for you tournaments i'll give you eight options or so cash games lamb cd lamb seventy two hundred dollars at the top we can't really pay up more than that but for lamb we can go chase sixty nine hundred dollars this is how we got to fit in eckler's we got to pay down a bit right but jamar chase is sixty nine hundred dollars that's a nice break we can pay for this week lamb seventy two hundred dollars evans at sixty six hundred dollars we'll have him in for sure. Judy at $5,600, Landry at $5,400, Beasley at 5K. Those are the cash game quarterbacks for you, or wide receivers for you, I should say. Tournaments, digs $8,100 at the top, lock it in. McLaurin, 7 k love that as a tournament play this week. Renfro, $6,100, lock that in. Cooper, $5,900, love it. So I'm going to play that stack with Dak and Cooper and Lamb, and that's how I'll do it is I'll offset the price of lamb with cooper who's only 59k that 5900 i should say that is pretty good price for somebody who we got to believe is healthy brandon iuke at 5800 julio jones at 5400 massive upside their price tyler boyd at 5k sterling Shepard only in the giants lineup at 4600 you should pair him with from joshua palmer mentioned him earlier 3k uh from the chargers Put him also in that lineup with the Giants. That's how you do that. So that's like playing both sides of that game, right? Because if you're if he's playing well, right, and they're playing well, and they're moving the ball, then the Giants would need to as well. So you come back with Shepard, right? And so that's how you might think about doing that. Cash game, or for tight ends, rather, cash games, three options. And I'm going to try to play the two of them. Kelsey at seventy four hundred, Knox at five k, and then Austin Hooper at thirty four hundred dollars. I'm gonna try to stick to, you know, Kelsey if I can, but I think I'm probably gonna have to go down to Knox at least. But if you gotta get to Cooper, or I'm sorry, Hooper, no problem. <coughs> All right. As far as tournaments go, Kittle sixty nine hundred dollars at the top, and then Mark Andrews fifty nine hundred dollars. Love those two. Really don't want to go past there. If I don't have to, but if you have to, Moreau at 4 k Everett at $3,500, and then you could play Cooks at $3,200 or Parham at $2,800. Of the two, I prefer Cooks, actually. Finally, for defense, going to give you four options. You can pay up for the Broncos, $3,800 versus Detroit. Probably, be- I think, best option of the day. Seahawks at Houston, $3,100. Panthers versus Atlanta, twenty eight hundred dollars. Ravens at Cleveland, twenty eight hundred dollars. Those are probably the four that I want to stick to, guys. Those are my picks for the week. That's how we go get the glory. So it's up to you to put it together with what you got, and uh, hopefully we're all meeting back here next week, counting a few extra dollars or ducats or bucks or whatever you call them. That's our show for this week. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. You got all the ways that you can get a hold of me. Uh, So we will break the huddle and reconvene here next week peace the process is brought to you by tiger bomb sports audio entertainment